This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Hello everyone, my name is Arina Aizel and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast The Arenality. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. So the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being and passions in Aotearoa. So this episode is also an Arena Reflex episode, considering it is uh, currently level 2 in Dunedin. Uh, we've been in level 2 for quite a few weeks now, um, but it's okay. We are all keeping each other safe. Um, but in this episode, I am interested to talk about KonMari and minimalism uh, because that is something that I was doing over the lockdown. Um, I think a lot of people were cleaning and organizing their rooms and their house because we were staying at home and working from home so we were trying to keep ourselves busy and that is definitely something I did over lockdown so I do want to talk about organizing and decluttering and the differences between the KonMari method and also minimalism because I feel like there is overlap with these two there is a big difference as well so I do want to talk about that today in this show. So firstly, if you have never heard of the KonMari method before, um, so it is like a method uh, invented by Marie Kondo. So Marie Kondo is a Japanese person. So Marie Kondo wrote a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up and I think it was a few years ago that it was like trending. A lot of people did say it was life changing. And I feel like it actually is life changing because I haven't read the book yet. I did watch some people doing the KonMari method on YouTube. And there's also a series on Netflix called the KonMari method. I've binge watched that. I think there's a few episodes and it's like one season. So the show is like Marie goes to the United States and then clean a lot of people's houses and all these houses they're like so different um in terms of like how many family members they have the reason why they have so much clutter and yeah so what is the KonMari method I should have explained that in the first place so the KonMari method is about only keeping the things that spark joy in your life so I feel like there's so many memes about like, oh, does this spark joy? And, but actually, actually a really useful way to live. And 
I started my KonMari journey. I think it was last year during lockdown, and I do that a lot as well. Just like randomly, like if I feel like cleaning up or、uh, looking back at my wardrobe, I would look at each clothing and ask myself, "Does this spark joy? If it doesn't, I'll put it." Aside,、uh, meaning I'll donate or I'll sell them, but if they still spark joy, I would just keep them. And I feel like this doesn't just apply to clothes; it applies to a lot of things. Like I used to collect like random things, random scraps of paper, even though I know that I wouldn't use them anymore. But I just feel like I might.、Um, but it doesn't bring me any benefit at the moment. But I can still. Grab them online if I need to. So, which is why you know things like that. You can just declutter right away and save space in your house for things that actually spark joy. So there is a big correlation between having less things and you know how the state of your room. Sometimes reflect the state of your mind because that is something that. I realize that happens to me as well. I personally feel more tidy when my room is tidier, and if I realize that I was having a mental breakdown or something was going on, I was feeling low. I will realize that my room as well will be very messy. So there is correlation between your physical space and your mental space as well. So. Yeah, so the Conmari method is about only keeping the things that spark joy. It doesn't have to be like really less things. It just has to be things that you appreciate, and you, you're not keeping things that's just for the sake of keeping things. Because hoarding、um, is definitely something that I try to avoid. I've never been a hoarder before. So another method is called. Minimalism. So minimalism is a lifestyle. I feel like the word minimalist has been going around a lot. And if you think about minimalism, and if you look at like the Google search, and the you know the typical photos that usually come up when you think about minimalism is like really aesthetic looking.、Um, like pastel colors, beige, just like really beautiful.、Um, Uh, rooms or、um, wardrobes, but actually that isn't the usual case because minimalism is actually about living with less. So it doesn't have to be like a certain color or a certain style. So the thing about minimalism is about living with less and appreciating what you have when you have. Less things, and I feel like there were a lot of YouTube videos as well about minimalism. And there was one that I saw which goes like to the most extreme、um, uh, level of minimalism I've ever seen. There's this person who only lives with one one set of cutlery. Um, so meaning that this person only has one spoon, one fork, and one knife. Because that person lives alone, but、um, maybe it might work for that person. But you don't have to do that, especially if you live with people, or if you know that you will have guests coming, like you will have people coming into your homes, and you might need them. But 
So the idea of minimalism is appreciating what you have and forcing yourself to live with less and trying your best to live with what you have. And I feel like that may work with some people, but you know, the extremes are quite um, scary. <laughs> I'd be scared to live that kind of lifestyle, but it might work with some people. But I personally feel like I am better suited with the Convary lifestyle because maybe I have a lot of stuff, but at least the stuff that I have in my room and around me and in my space are the things that spark joy and not the things that's making me anxious for having less or making me feel worrying or overwhelmed because I need it's depriving me of something so yeah so that is my personal view on minimalism and the KonMari method so part two of this conversation is about decluttering stuff over lockdown so I do want to talk about the things I did over lockdown because I definitely had fun cleaning all parts of my house to kill my time and to keep myself sane um, and I know that a lot of people do that as well. So I do want to share my experience. So I read somewhere that the best way to reflect whether or not something sparks joy or not is to ask yourself whether this sparks joy or not. And another way is to list down everything you have based on categories. So if you really care about that thing, you will feel like it deserves a spot on your list. But if you don't really care about it, it doesn't get to the list. So that's what I did. I took a notebook and I started listing my things based on categories. So I'll, I'll list them here. So firstly, I started with my shoes because I have 10 shoes and this also, it's like different kinds of shoes, but I have one boot, one running shoes to like sneakers, to loafers, to heels, and to slippers. So I feel like that's a decent amount of shoes. And it's also like uh, the difference between the two uh, within each type of shoe. Like for example, I have two heels is that they have different colors. So I have pink heels and I have a beige heels. So I think that's important for me as well because I need to have that color um, to coordinate the colors of my uh, wardrobe. Um, and I also listed my belts, my hats. And so the hardest one that I have to categorize is my skincare, makeup, and hair care. Um, because I realized that I keep buying skincare, makeup, and hair care. And sometimes I buy them and I wanted to try a new brand, but I am still using this old brand that I use. And sometimes I buy skincare just to try whether it works on my skin, um, but it ends up not working that well on my skin, but it's still there uh, on my shelf, just collecting dust. Um, so that was probably the hardest the hardest one to write it went over like 50 <laughs> because I do have a lot of things but um, for example like with skincare 
you have moisturizers. So what is that one or two moisturizer that you use and which spark joy? So really, like if you have five moisturizers, choose only two and only buy those two unless you feel like they don't work on you anymore. Um, and it goes the same with other categories of skincare, for example, like... Um, I don't know. I don't use eye cream, but if you use eye cream, which eye cream brand is the one you use? Just listing them down and making it very concise so that you know that, oh, for this part of my face, this is what I use. Um, so yeah, that really helped me. And for makeup, it was really hard for me as well for makeup because I feel like, oh, for lipsticks, I think I decluttered around 10 of them because I bought them thinking that it would suit me um, or if it's like a really bold color, which now that I've worn it on my face, it just doesn't suit me. And I keep using the same um, lipstick color every day. So those are the ones that you want to declutter because you're not going to use them anyway. You're just having it in your room because you bought it and you feel guilty to not um, let it go. So yeah, the skincare, makeup, and hair care part was definitely the hardest one for me. And then after all that, I also categorized my accessories. So things like my Apple Watch bands, uh, my hair clips which I use for my hijab <laughs> um, uh, my bracelets my rings um, and then I realized that you know there's so many necklaces which I don't wear but I just have them because just because so I decided to give them away um, to some of my friends um, but yeah so after all the accessories and stuff, I started looking at the different parts of my room. So the things on my shelf, the things on my table, the things on my coffee table, the things on my bedside tables. I have a lot of tables in my room. Um, so really listing it down and thinking really hard whether it is worth writing down. So yeah, that is something that I really recommend that you should do because after 10 pages, 10 pages of an A4 book, by the way, I have realized that, oh my God, I know everything that is in my room. Um, that makes me feel very satisfied in a way that I know what I have and that I know that the things I have in my room are the things I care about and they're, and they're not just things that's in my room and not um, like being ignored or like being avoided and just like sitting there collecting dust and I felt such tranquility after <laughs> sorting that out because if something wasn't worth writing in that list I would put them in a box and then suddenly it's a big box and it's full and I'll just take that box and send them to 
my local secondhand shop to donate. And if they are like things that's been used, like makeup, I'll just throw them away. Or um, some of them I gave to my friends. So yeah, it really depends on whether or not that is still usable or sellable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I feel like my life was really sorted the day I did that uh, and I really recommend that you do it as well um, and let me know how you feel after doing that I actually don't remember where I got that information from um, the one about like listing down the things you have but I really wish I can remember because I feel like I would really like to relate this podcast to a resource which you can read also Another thing that I read or probably watched on YouTube is a way to declutter your clothes is by, you know how your hangers are facing the wall or the wardrobe? If you're looking for a way to declutter your clothes, a one way is to put it the other way around. So you'll set a time like maybe a year or six months, uh, depending on how much, how long you feel is worth it. So once you've used the clothing, you would put the hangers like the other way around. So after a year or six months, you'll realize what were the clothes that you didn't wear at all or the clothes that you thought you would have worn, but you didn't. And that is something I started, I think, two months ago. And because of lockdown, obviously, I haven't been using my clothes that much. So I'm going to give myself an extra two months um, because lockdown happened. So so yeah, um, at the end of the time, you can see what are the clothes that you should declutter because apparently you're not even wearing them. It's just in your wardrobe, just sitting there and you'll really realize how long you haven't been wearing them if you are aware of when you put your hangers um, the other way around. I think it'll be very surprising if you realize that, oh, wow, I haven't worn this for a year. Why do I still have this, you know? So yeah, that's another way to declutter your clothes to ensure the things that you have in your room are the things that you actually want to wear. Also, recently, I read an article on The Guardian, which is called, I'd Rather Be Alone, Influences Pushing for Relationship Minimalism. Ooh. Um, So let's talk about minimalism. So minimalism is about living with less. So the article was about people choosing to live with less friends or less people um, and uh, living with the things that matters and choosing what they want less of. And I found that article really interesting. And so it was about like people getting rid of relationships that no longer serves them So it was about like having fewer but quality friendships and relationships. And I found it really interesting. I'm not sure if I can pull that off, but I feel like I want to try. (laughs) So the same way I did with my um, listing of 
like stuff I own, I listed the friends I have. So I even categorized them by like because you know how friends can be different. Like there are friends which you do like you share like a really deep bond with, like a deeper human connection with. But there are friends who you have fun stuff with, and but you like on the surface stuff with, which you don't really talk about, like feelings and stuff.、Uh, and you also have friends who are. There to catch up, but you're not really like emotionally connected to them. So, <laughs> I actually listed all my friends based on how I feel about them in categories, which again was very satisfying to do and a little psychotic.、Um, <laughs> now that I think about it, but it actually helped me to really think about,、um, like, those friends on my like emotionally connected list. Like, am I giving my best attention to them? Am I caring for them the way they care about me?、Um, and I feel like that is so important, right? To really think about why you're friends with someone and whether or not you're being a good friend to them. And yeah, I feel like this is something that I really recommend you doing. Uh, especially if you are an introvert, because、um, as introverts we find our energy within ourselves, and being with people it can be emotionally draining、um, sometimes, and we must protect our energy.、Um, so to and if you're a extrovert, you could do this, but you know you might have. A lot more friends than an introvert. You might care about the energies that you receive from other people, so you can try. But I talked to my extrovert friend about this,、uh, and she said that, oh, it's kind of hard because she values like most、uh, friendships, and yeah. But you know, people can be different. So if Whether you're an introvert or extrovert, just try and let me know how you feel.、Um, yeah, so I feel like this is a good time to end the show. Yeah, so I talked about KonMari versus minimalism and my experience decluttering my room、uh, using this method, where you categorize things in your room and listing them down. I also talked about. Relationship minimalism, where you get rid of relationships which no longer serve you, and making space for the things that you actually care about, and it's the same thing as sparking joy in your life. Making sure that the things that you have in your life are the things that's meaningful and spark happiness. So yeah.、Um, That is the end of our episode today. Thank you for listening to my reflection on the Conmari and minimalism declutter. I hope you learn a lot about that. And if you have any ideas of what you want to hear next,、um, considering it's still level two, so I can't have guests on the show yet.、Um, Let me know. You can contact me、uh, via email at aizalarena at gmail dot com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arenaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.
You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.